Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk Podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Soul Tribe, Spirit Talk listeners. It is so good to be here. I hope everyone is well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to those of you who have joined the Soul Tribe community on Facebook and to those of you who have reached out on Instagram and email telling me how much you enjoy the podcast and sharing your own signs and synchronicities with me. I love it. Keep it coming. I love this tribe that we're building together. And I'll put the links uh, to the Facebook group, my IG, email, and all that in the show notes. If you like the podcast, please give it a rating and review, a share, a like, a follow, or simply tell a friend. It would be amazing to reach 10,000 downloads before the new year. Before I dive into today's very personal episode, I would like to let you know I do have a lot coming up for Spirit Talk. Some guests that I have booked are doctors, authors, psychics, mediums, and more. And I also would love to hear from you. Do you have ideas you'd like to hear from me about? I'm always open to suggestions. Also, I'm going to do a Q&A episode in January. So if you have any burning questions that you would like my perspective on, fire away. Okay, that's all the housekeeping out of the way. I have some explaining to do. (laughs) I have been away for a bit and I want to address why. Not only because I have started to build this community and I feel like I kind of owe you an explanation, but also because I feel the need to share just a bit about what I've been facing as it is an important issue in the world right now. Let me give a little information about me and my work outside of the home. Okay. Yes, I do have a 3D matrixy type job. (laughs) What I mean by that is... A job that pays the bills but does not fill my heart with joy. I am just a cog in the wheel there. I punch in and punch out and it has worked well for my family. I work casual, meaning I tell my employer which days I'm available for and get shifts on those days only. So that allows me a lovely balance. I could still be around for my son's important events and... It works out beautifully. I have felt drawn and called to start a business on my own within the spiritual realm, but have been satisfied with just dipping my toes in slowly and still with the safety net of my casual job, which pays quite well. To me, it sounds like a great situation. I mean, I would have structure and stability of income from the job where I could basically work as little or as much as I want while taking a leap of faith into starting a business. So I've been in no rush to start said business because I know that it will come with a lot of added pressure. I have absolutely loved just looking at my spiritual work as practice. I've been paid for dozens of readings now and 
I still call it practice. I don't have set prices and I ask the sitters to pay what they feel it's worth to them. It's it's beautiful. For me, it's non-committal. I can take these things as they come and just by word of mouth and spirit brings me the the right match for me as a as a reader. That said, The call to put out official offerings has become stronger and I am sure the day will come when I officially launch something. But so far, the situation that I have had with a little bit of work outside the home and a little bit of practice with regard to maybe starting a business one day, I've been really satisfied with it. That is taking my time to learn practice and develop my spiritual abilities while working in a regular job. It's, it's, it's been great, but it's been turned on its head. (laughs) In October, my workplace announced a mandatory vaccine policy. Oh shit. I thought this goes against every fiber of my being. Of course, people have a right to their opinion and On the topic of the pandemic, I know that there is a huge divide going on in the world. We are labeled as either pro this or anti that with no room for nuance or even discussion in many cases. Dictionary definitions are even being changed. For example, in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, the term anti-vaxxer is now defined as a person who opposes vaccines or regulations mandating vaccination. So by that definition, people who are vaccinated and are against mandatory vaccines are considered anti-vaxxers. To me, that makes no sense at all. I am not going to get into the nitty gritty about vaccines, masks, tests, antibodies, or any of that. That is not what spirit talk is about. But I will say this. I feel that being vaccinated to SARS-CoV-2 should be left up to each person. I feel that people having body autonomy is necessary for a balanced, healthy, well-functioning society. And taking things away from people until they say yes is not a choice. And that is exactly what many governments are trying to do. Make people so uncomfortable that they conform even though there are so many reasons a person may not want to take the vaccine, including legitimate medical reasons. Yet under the vaccine mandate that my workplace rolled out, there is no contraindications or deferrals available. So when this first went down in October at my workplace, I knew that my days there were numbered as I would not comply with showing a QR code stating my medical history. So I figured I would get all that I could out of them while I still had that job. And so I applied for a few full-time postings and I got one. So I've been working four 10-hour shifts a week. On top of that full-time job, I have two kids. I have a marriage to nurture. I have two pets. I'm on the parent advisory council of my kid's school. A household to manage. So I'm busy, to say the least. While doing all that, I've continued my own spiritual development in various ways and have even helped friends discover their own intuitive abilities by holding a circle to do some fun psychic exercises. That was so cool, and I will share that experience 
Um, It was completely unplanned. I'll talk about that on another episode one day. Oh, and in all that busyness somewhere along the line, my husband and kids got COVID. I was taking care of them. So those are all reasons that I could have had as an excuse to let the podcast slip. I've been giving a lot of my life force energy to fighting for my job. Not just for me, but based on principle and for the dozens of other co-workers who will also lose their jobs because of this mandate. Some of them single moms with no job perspectives that pay quite as well as this one. I am holding the line with these people because I feel it would be hypocritical not to. Never in my life did I think I would be a social activist of sorts, yet here I am. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm still working in this job, and now it is a very toxic workplace, which is a whole other story. The first date of the mandate has since passed. They were forced to extend it because it was not done correctly under labor law. (laughs) Shock. And as of now, my last day will be December 21st. Hmm, The winter solstice, kind of symbolic in a way, if you think about it. But things could change again as we challenge the policy and keep making headway. So yes, my life force energy has been diverted toward this, which has taken up a lot of my free time. But when I really sat down with it and asked myself, what has been holding me back from podcasting? That really wasn't it. I, I don't have time is an excuse people use when really they just don't care enough to make the time. One can always find time for something they have made a priority. And for me, this podcast is on my priority list. It is a long list, but this podcast is on there. And so what was it? I started to list all of the excuses that I just told you about. Sure, that makes sense, but that didn't feel quite right. When I really got quiet and went within, I came up with a more complete answer. I have a lot of episode ideas and at least four that I could bang out easily, yet haven't. I was feeling creatively blocked as if I couldn't possibly share a typical episode you'd hear on Spirit Talk, like one that's upcoming, The Spirit of Fire, without first sharing what I have been enduring lately. So I need to get it off my chest and fully come out of the closet with it. And I can feel that this creative energy is already bubbling within me for new episodes that are coming up with every word that I share of this one. So it's been some time since I realized that not speaking about this is acting like a creative block, yet I still haven't sat down at the mic until now. And what it really comes down to is fear of judgment. This pandemic and all that goes along with it has been so politicized and dividing that our world is forever changed. I've been the target of discrimination because of my beliefs on this. And this small community that I've started through this podcast is important to me. I see it growing and it fills my heart with joy. This soul tribe is creating real connections of people. I've seen it already and it's something that motivates me to keep going. It was more about me being scared 
or a better word, fearful. I was procrastinating because I was nervous of judgment. I know there are a few people who will hear this episode and never tune in again. And when I had the realization that I wasn't sharing due to fear of judgment, that was enough to activate me. So this is me practicing what I preach, standing in my power (laughs) and saying, screw it. This is my podcast, and if I am not as authentic to myself as possible, then I am not attracting a true soul tribe. So I'm showing up today with love in my heart and the fear of judgment behind me. If you've made it this far, then thanks for tuning in. Spirit Talk has not changed. I'm still focusing on spiritual development, psychic skills, and anything that falls under the spiritual umbrella. This won't be a place where I discuss polarizing topics, political views, or at least not very often. But this is a place where I will have integrity to myself as I learn and share along the way. With that, I wanted to share something that I wrote for my Instagram page that is fitting to what I've talked about today so far. I wrote it after being inspired by a quote by the poet Rumi. The quote is, the wound is a place where the light enters you. And that got me really thinking about this strange time we're in. So many people are hurting, regardless of their political views. Some families are divided. Some people have lost friends. Some people have not been able to visit their home country. Some have been stuck in countries they don't live in. Some have lost loved ones without properly saying goodbye. Some people have become so isolated they have never felt so lonely. And some people have let fear rule their minds. There are all kinds of reasons for it. The collective feeling a big hurt. And that's what's inspired me to write this little piece I wrote that I will end this episode with. Again, the quote that inspired me is, the wound is a place where the light enters you. Here we go. We are never broken. We are always guided. The world is waking up. It's true, more and more people are waking up because the world is hurting now. There is a collective wound The wound has been caused by people feeling disconnected from source. The rat race, the systems, the corruption, the lack mentality, the nonstop productivity, the corporate greed, the comparison traps, the conditioning and programming, it all piles on and causes misalignment. When these icky things are central in people's lives, it distorts their relationship with source and makes source, the universe, or God, whatever you want to say, feel farther away, which is false, a reality created by ego, which is edging God out. Our natural state is to listen to our own intuitive guidance, let alone our guides and spirit teams. Our highest self is constantly speaking to us. But if we don't listen, life gets uncomfortable. When we feel uncomfortable in our lives, it's our higher self guiding us back to the main path, the path that aligns us with our soul's purpose and plan. 
as people effectively push their higher self farther away by filling their consciousness with garbage, they have a more difficult time listening to those whispers of their soul. When they stop listening and take detour after detour, effectively removing themselves from their own soul's plan, the discomfort becomes a wound. So many people describe the time leading up to their spiritual awakening as extremely difficult because sometimes it takes getting so wounded to finally surrender to the light. Of course, that's not the only path to light, but I digress. The light is entering the wound of the collective. That is why the rate at which people are waking up is increasing. Each day, more people are reworking their thinking that was once so influenced by programming, and they're realizing that they can create a life they love. In the near future, enough people will be awake that the whole world feels new again, a place filled with love, not fear. Love always, ultimately, wins And it's bringing us to a new earth. So that's it for today, friends. Until we meet again. 